If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey, everybody, it's Dustin. I'm here to talk to you about Bevel like we always do. But this time I want you to really understand and get my meaning. Because the reason I'm talking to you about it is because the shit really, really works. Bevel is one of the nicest razors that I have ever used. It looks beautiful. It's designed beautifully. It looks like it costs a lot of money. So people like you when they see that you have it. It looks good in your bathroom. It's almost like remodeling or, you know, sprucing things up. It's almost like a little bathroom furniture, a little bathroom counter furniture. (laughs) The bevel razor is really, really nice, and you need to just get one. Now, what I'm talking about when I say the bevel razor is that it's the first and only shaving system that's designed specifically for nappy hair, and I think it's just great. So what you need to do is find your way over to GetBevel.com today and use code FRIENDZONEFREE to get the first month of your bevel subscription for free. Now, for you lazy niggas, that means that it's a subscription service. All you do is put it on, like, auto pay on your debit card. Make sure it's in the account. When it comes through, you get new brazers and shit every single month. So you never even have to go get nothing. You don't have to go all the way to Target. For those of you that live in New York City and that's a chore, you don't have to do any of that. Bevel is perfect, and I'm telling you this because I use it myself. So I mean what I say. Going over to GetBevel.com today. You enter code friendzone free to get your first months of service free. That is G E T B E V E L dot com and enter code friendzone free at checkout. Don't forget it. Don't forget to tweet us when you get that kit. Let's start the show. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. I'm at the top of the key, like I mastered the lot. I merely rock on any single block. See, I'm not your average nigga. I'm into things that's much bigger than anything you could figure. And I ain't even got to pull no trigger. See, I'm smart. smart. And I'm rapping from the heart because I cart. cart. I carry. carry. That means I'm. Not like Mariah, I'm uh, not scary. Uh, My vocals are still intact. intact. No Mary. Mm. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said uh. it. No, I don't regret it. Don't Red. regret it. Uh. Okay. Uh. Lick it till I get it. Wet it. Get it. Wet it. Get wet it. 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 Get ready, get ready, get ready. Ah, ah, ah. Beat it, switch. Everybody, do the twist. 
time, but move I don't box the door. And I never move weights on a box the door. Yeah, uh, I got more socks than oats. And I pull up in the car and I drive my hoes. Yeah, pulling up to the block and making sure the spot is hot. Going to chill out and cool it down. Then we're going to the friend zone round. Rounds and rounds and rounds. In the friend zone. And we back, and we back, and we back. Ladies and, and gentlemen, I'm just going to go ahead and say this is going to be a crazy-ass episode. And <laughs> yes, I am it so is. happy. Yes, it is. Yes, so it is. Thanks, yes, it is. Thanks God. To, thanks to Brother Taxstone. And God. <laughs> be safe, though. Hashtag be safe, though. All right, word up to Taxstone. Do say season. Do say season. Tax season. <laughs> Tax season. Y'all know what it is. Welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly dose into everything mental health, mental hygiene, well-being in general. Just keeping yourself together in general. Because yeah. a lot of us, y'all, yourselves is a pot. <laughs> you ain't been keeping yourself together. <laughs> yourself is down. You ain't been keeping yourself up. You know? You believe in, you believe in parts of yourself all over it, the place. Listen, fragments. Okay? <laughs> Broken glass. Broken glass everywhere. everywhere. But it ain't about the money, Hey, I like a girl with oh fake real hair. No. Was Your my shake on kick. point? Asante is Harlem shaking in the studio. The leg kick just the, le- the leg kick was really like for Lil Mama. Because you know when Lil Ma- did you ever see Lil Mama posting for it was like America's Best Dance Crew? No, but I still want to know why she dressed so funky. She hey, said, Lil Mama, why you dress so funky? That's going to be her comeback song. She was dressed on the red carpet said, This is Lil Mama. Posing as Miss Beyonce <laughs> your wildest dreams or some shit. What? And like walks down and is posing and shit. And the people were like, uh oh. Where was this? Oh, it was something for America's Best Dance Crew or back when she was on there. <laughs> oh, I was, I was like, golly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the friend zone. We about to go ahead and get this started and do what we can do. Friend. <laughs> hey, you're looking at me like take friend, it away. You, friend, you gotta take it from me because I got you, you, I got you. So <laughs> last week we discuss the topic of inclusion um focusing on art and whether we should as creators all around the world worry about everyone that should and shouldn't be included not that anyone shouldn't be included but is that should that be a focal point so you guys had a lot of awesome things to say as usual so who stood out to you the most Asante, I'm looking at you. Oh, well, let me get your iPad. And while I looked at, look at that, I wanted to say I did not get the chance to shout out last week uh, Jasmine Sullivan just because I really like the song Masterpiece. And it was oh, a part where we were song. talking about big girls, and I thought about that performance that she did because she always talked about how, <clears throat> you know, struggles being a large woman in the industry. In the industry, and yeah. To do Mona Lisa Masterpiece, like that whole performance, and that was her art, and, you know, that's what spoke to her, and she decided to do that. Such a beautiful song. She's such, such a beautiful writer. song, such great, great meaning to it. But um, I wanted to go on ahead and read this comment. So this one comes from She Speaks On It. I really do love this show, but I will say sometimes your conversations about inclusion are biased because you are used to being the ones represented. You do not know what it's like to constantly live in a society that tells you that you are invisible. Beyonce's album was amazing. I think the criticisms aren't just being mean. It's a very valid concern that we treat people who do not have the perfect body or who are disabled like they do not have value. And this conversation sounded really just mean. I was surprised to hear Fran join in on this issue. To add to the idea that it's okay to treat people like they are invisible, that was really disappointing. So I just really, uh, I literally just picked that comment because there was a different one I wanted to read. But I thought it was interesting that you just feel like our opinions are biased. I mean, it's really just us speaking from our perspectives. Um, me, personally, I don't... I'm not entirely sure in what light you feel like we all are 
um, or you all, this person, she, I think, what was the name? She says it. She um, speaks she, on she, it. She speaks on it. I think I actually know who it is. I mean, like, in real life, I know who the person is. That wrote that comment? Yeah. Well, well does she know me? I mean, not personally, no. Well, I don't. She doesn't know any of us. Well, just, I just feel like it's an interesting thing to say that you feel like we're biased and you don't really know, like, our... I, I feel like I always say that, you know, you only get a soundbite of us just from this one hour each week. And, you know, we give our opinions kind of in perspective, but there are vast opinions to give on each thing that we talk about. So it's really hard for me to choose talking points a lot of the time because of situations like this. Like, I don't really feel like I'm telling anybody to be invisible by saying that if one person wants to express their art that and it leaves other people's other people out, that there's a problem with that. You know, we all feel each other in different ways and we all feel ourselves in different ways and I think that it's I don't even feel like I'm being represented a lot of the damn time so to hear somebody say that it's kind of like oh okay like I guess she really knows me but now you say she don't so I really don't know <laughs> what else to say but I just like things like that because it really just kind of gives me things to think about furthermore <laughs> she don't know what it's like to be on the other side just like we don't know what her experience is like she don't know what our experience is like the grass right. is so we both greener. don't know what each other experience That's is like right. so what else what else <laughs> what else what else <laughs> What else? What's next? We gonna sit here and go Get back him, and forth. We gonna hash it out. We gonna go back and forth because it ain't changing. What else? What else? Get what him, else? Greg. What else? <laughs> Let them know, Greg. Honk the horn on their ass. Toot toot. Blue blue. Bam. I'm so mad at y'all. I'm mad that I know where that's from because of y'all. All right. So Izzy, I'm. I know y'all are like, friend. You always pick Izzy. Izzy on SoundCloud said, "Art cannot possibly be all inclusive because it's self-referential and." referential I can't speak yes. today in essence it is derived from the experience of the artist who is creating said art the issue of inclusion comes into play when audiences or gatekeepers only focus on one or a few pieces of art to give praise the question that must be asked is why is one piece of art held to the representation of an experience as opposed to saying this one piece of art is a singular representation of an experience and I totally agree with that I actually think Izzy <clears throat> brought up a point that I feel I missed in last week's episode where I was saying when it comes to a creative and an artist, let them create what they want to create. Right. It's not your place to tell someone who to include or not include. I still stick by that. Don't feel bad that I said that. But what mm. I do think was missing that was that the the people we should be focusing on are the gatekeepers, the ones that pick and choose whose stories should be on the forefront. Right. That's where the problem of inclusion mm -hmm. lies. Creatives from around the world should be telling the stories, whether whatever their backgrounds Absolutely. are. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of allowing people to be where they are because I love to hear where you are. I want to see it. I want to know your story. I want to have access exactly. to you. But it's the gatekeeper. <clears throat> That's the problem. It's not the creative. And I think we put our... We put our feet on the neck of the creatives expecting, especially because we're so marginalized. Right. We want black creatives specifically to cover everything mm -hmm. because we're not anywhere else. And it's just not fair. It's a lot of pressure and it's not doable. You're going to miss nope. something. And it sucks to have that pressure on you. Like if you don't do it, then that means you're a bad person. That's why I think, like Izzy said, the problem lies within the gatekeepers. And that's who we should be pressing, not the creatives. I disagree. Mm -hmm. 
Iggy, Iggy, Iggy? Um, Iggy contradicted itself. Read the read the comment from the top, please. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna show you where Iggy. Since you always want to get into it with me in the comments, come what? on, let's let's get it on. Oh no, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you where. Read the comment from the we top, not, please. We never had time for the episode. Read the comment from the top, please. Art cannot possibly be all inclusive because it's okay. Self- well, pause right there. We talking about inclusion, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. Because it's self-referential in essence. Stop right there. It's what? Self-referential. In what? In essence. Now, we talk about inclusion, right? Yeah. Essence magazine is for black women specifically. <laughs> so dead. the whole comment is bullshit, dog. You talking about inclusion. <laughs> essence magazine. He said, he said in essence. I really Stop. thought he Essence was magazine is for Stop black right women, dog. I'm standing Essence here magazine like- is for black women. You talking about in essence. It's talking about inclusion. Like, where are we it's even already going? inclusive. It's all about black women. So I'm I'm the whole thing, you where shot yourself going? in the foot, Iggy. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> you don't want none. Don't come around here no more. <laughs> Dustin, what stuck out, out to you? you? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Moving, Shout out to Izzy. Moving left and right along. <laughs> Give it to him. Yo, so you guys know I pick special tweets, things that I find interesting that tickle my fans. That have nothing to do okay. with the show. <laughs> so, shout out to Broken Spice. Your uh, your Twitter handle is at withlovedwinn, who they, they sent me a picture and they said, of course, my mug was ready today. And it was a, a coffee mug that I think that they made in like a pottery class. And on the bottom of the mug, they oh, scribe. no way. Read what it says on the bottom of the mug. That's crazy. It says on a petty note. <laughs> they got, oh, they got, that is They have so a coffee fly. mug that says on a petty note. <laughs> yep. So thank you for listening and even caring enough that. to do something like that. And why you ain't send it to me? <laughs> if you make one, it should have been for me. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you. Yeah, shout out to you. That's what stood out to me. Yes. I love it. That's you know it. what? We we might should just switch this segment up one day. And it just what? be like one, like one throwback comment and then one of Dustin something and then I'll figure something. Just something <laughs> stupid. I don't know. I'll talk about what I ate today that was good and delicious. Yeah. So. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so on this week's show. This week I we I know. We've been drinking. Now this week's show, we want to discuss... What Funny that I'm talking talk about drinking, and we're going to discuss. I was just about to say vices. Hold your cup up while you talk about it, right? Vices and escapes. Mm. When you are feeling overwhelmed, down, stressed, just over it, over it all. Boys and girls want to <laughs> hear a true story. <laughs> no, you didn't. What What is your go-to vice and escape, and what does that say? about you <laughs> well first of all I just want to say that all four members of Escape could sing okay? <laughs> oh my god all four of them all four all of them four could of sing them. Escape was a singing ass group they and were amazing if you go back and look at like their so this week's homework okay tonight Song was my favorite to, oh my mm. come on the harmony closer looking to my eyes <laughs> <laughs> that part Escape. was funny right now, the homework of the week is to look up Escape was actually on Teen Summit <laughs> way back in wow. the day when there were actually five members of Escape. The fifth member was Candy's friend Tan, who appears on 
um, Real Housewives of Atlanta sporadically. Sometimes. Looking crazy. Looking crazy. Yeah, yeah, she does. She looked like Reggie Miller. There were five sister. members. <gasps> yeah. Stop. There were five members. When they was like 14, she looked like him back then. She looked like, <laughs> Shan- she looked like Shannon Brown. Tan, Tan oh looked like God. Shannon Brown <laughs> in the face. But she so she does. Mean. She really does. Tan do. She looked like a, she looked like that little, what's, um, not Timon. Which one is the skinny uh-huh, one? Timon uh-huh, and Pumbaa. Uh-huh. What's the skinny one? Tamal. Don't answer. Don't That's answer. Tan like. don't anyway, <laughs> anyway, so she was the fifth. Uh, we love you, Tan. I, I guess. Turn I don't off. even know her. But yes, so, but yes, they were on Teen Summit. We love you, Tan. They were on Teen Summit, and they sang Hold On by In Vogue. Oh, cute. And their personalities were so vibrant. It's definitely and on YouTube, right? It's definitely on YouTube. It may not be there anymore. Check Daily Motion because they always come through in a clutch. Um, so it's you might want to just Google it. Ooh. But look up Escape Teen Summit. They sang Hold On. And Latasha, who was in Escape, was actually beatboxing. And if you know what she looks like, then you know why that's funny. Oh, so my God, for in, for if only for that, like, she was, I mean, she even was like, <laughs> and weren't they all in overalls, too? <laughs> like, she was like yeah, beatboxing. Giving it. I think they were all in, like, different color overalls, too. <laughs> they had on cross colors, friend. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get through this. <laughs> Listen, I gotta get through so this. So, is this your vice? Yeah, I gotta get through because this. Because I feel like, because what? That's what my vice talking about escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to throw it off. I just wanted to throw everything off. I was tired of playing by the rules. I was ready to throw it all off. <laughs> throw it all. Throw it all to the wind, man. What is? I don't even know what is happening right now. That's all. Okay, no, so but what is our vice and escape? Right. Yes. So when you're not feeling good, <laughs> what is your go-to vice? And be and we're gonna be real honest on today's episode. <laughs> yes, we are. Who wants to go? Who wants I'll to go, go first. first. I, ain't, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Go ahead. I'll go first. <laughs> so my um, my one vice is laughing. I love to laugh. That usually means that I'm in a social setting or I'm engaging with people somehow, some way, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's texting, you know, someone or a few people or whatever it is. You know, I like to engage with people and laugh. That makes me feel better about everything. Um, And my second vice would probably be like intimacy. Really? Yeah. And not in the corny like, um, you know, uh, Black women's, you know, sit down sister circle drinking wine into me, I see. No. Oh. I mean, like, I mean, like, like, really, like, you know, (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, like, (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) it's just jokes, people. It's just comedy. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I mean, like, intimacy. I really do enjoy and I really do feel better about everything when I have a close personal connection with someone in the flesh. Now, as a reference, a little story, background. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fascinated by charismatic men. Of, Into me. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm, Look, we got to try that. You know, that was a good one. That's going to go down in the history. You went into his That's in the history books, baby. And you can write your mama because I don't. Care. It was a good joke. It was. If you heard that it, was a good you one. laughed, and that's why I cracked it. And I don't care about your think piece. No, that you was can a really shove good one. it. I don't care. That's a good one. Now, a little background on why I like intimacy. Mm. Not into <laughs> me, I see. So the reason I like intimacy is because 
I don't know. I've always been fascinated by, you know, charismatic man of 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 or of your of, of old, your whatever the fuck it is, you know. I'm trying to be dignified. <laughs> but I've I always have been fascinated by that. So like the OG thing dynamic, that's I love that. And so I learned. So Rick James, legendary OG in the game, he did an interview about Tina Marie, right? And he was saying how you know, they were asking him basically if he dated Tina Marie or whatever. If they had been, you know, like sexually intimate or whatever. So Rick wow. kinda, he kinda laughed it off and he was like, I mean, you know. And he you know, he hemmed it hard or whatever, like mm. he wasn't gonna answer it. So then he was like, Well we we, we was close personal friends. <laughs> and so <laughs> So the interviewer was like, he started laughing. He was like, come on, Rick, you got to give me something else, man. Come on, like, come on, man. Was you and Tina like, you know, what's up? Rick said, well, you know, we was close personal friends. (laughs) And I was fascinated by that. I was like, you know what? Never have to say too much. You can just say just enough to elude, and it keeps it sexy and hot. And I've emulated that. So I crave a close personal friendship when I'm feeling low and mighty bad, when I'm feeling (laughs) down. I crave close personal friendship. What does it do for you? How does it help? What does it do for me? Mm -hmm. Ooh, baby. (laughs) Hmm. I hope hope we add a little little sound effect. (sighs) What does it do for you? What does it do for me? <laughs> yeah. So it does that. It's great. Oh um, it makes me feel better to know. It's just very comforting to know that someone, that you're coveted, I guess, to know that mm. someone, you know, really literally cherishes you in that moment and they mm. want to express it to you. It makes you it's feel beautiful. better about everything. Mm, they say the that. best way to get over one is to get over another one. To get under. Or under, <laughs> over, you know, whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I can actually relate to that. My biggest vice, I'm actually, I think now that I'm older, I'm finally not in that space. But my biggest vice was always crushes. Mm. And because they're fun. There's something about when you're not not feeling too great. I know this is going to sound so childish, but a lot of people will be able to relate. There's something about going to your phone and having, like, a lot of alerts. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, notifications are, we're, like, programmed at this point Mm -hmm. where it's a high. And getting, and if it's multiple people, different conversations, different energies. Like, I remember that I used to get so high off of that. And just, like you said, it's the feeling of being coveted. Mm -hmm. But that's danger zone, too, because. Why? Because it's not real. No, you know why? Because for you, it's not real. It's, it's, it's no, listen, <laughs> you don't feel good. So the idea of being coveted is is your personal high, but the What's other wrong with that? because the other person for they're them having a good time too. I'm, no, I'm a giver. No, they're interested and You're they really want more. Stevie J. More than what? More than just the little back they can and come forth. Come on back. They come back by. <laughs> you know it's not right. Why? Because people get their feelings involved. And mine was too. I was there. <laughs> Was there was. exactly? Yeah. I mean, we can go back. <laughs> a piece that, of you for a piece of me. I gave just as much. But that was definitely my vice for a long time. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be played by people, so I probably have to stop being this way. So that's why I stopped doing that. And then my vice was also liquor. Liquor. Mm, liquor is quicker. Liquor. Yo, hard liquor. Mm. Uh-huh. Man, like I remember. It, 
it gets you realize it gets bad when you're at home drinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like bottles and you're like, damn, I didn't even yeah. need company. I didn't even need just to go old, out. Just a good old something right there. Yeah. And it, and when it I think for me, the problem with advice is like like with with whether it's liquor or weed, it's like it's a, a place filler. And that to me is what makes it dangerous yep. because you're feeling bad and you just need something, whether it's a crush, sex, um, like I said, liquor, weed. All it does is kind of move the pain for it, like it shifts it and allows you to like breathe for a second. Right. But then once the high wears off or the liquor wears off, you're right back. So mm-hmm. you keep doing it. But that's the problem. That's, How long are you going to keep yeah. doing it? Till it ain't fun no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then the, the whatever the problem is that you're like, you know, because we all do it. We all running away from something at some point. What The problem doesn't get resolved. No, that's why you keep doing it. But you, but there it, are people that be high well. until their 80s. Then. That's that's the plan, honestly. <laughs> they write think pieces about it at that point. Y'all ain't seen that shit. And then people like, they're like, life of a stoner. Here's my, you know, my yeah. my dialogue after forty years stoned, and they like talk about all these beautiful life experiences. See, but no, we, I'm kidding. But no, I do. No, I, I think it. there's something to be said for choosing to feel better, right? Like, however you do it, that's where maybe you can be open to some suggestions or whatever. Right. But the fact that you're even in a place where you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel like that, so let me figure out a way to, like, feel better. Now, I'm not speaking clearly about people, you know, doing hard drugs or whatever the fuck. You know, things like that that are clearly, you know, not healthy. Like detrimental. Yeah, but just, you know, sometimes you just got to let people cope. Everybody has coping mechanisms. We have things that we have to do. Mm -hmm. If I need to smoke me a little bit of weed, you know what I'm saying, to deal with, you know, my mama getting on my nerves or some shit like that. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. That's just what it is. And so is it advice? Yes. As long as you're cognizant of that, I think you're okay. Right. That probably is horrible. And I know y'all all going to be like, this nigga is like telling people the worst no. possible no, shit. No, but that's real. It's something like, we all go through. Yeah. What are your <clears throat> vices, Asante? Um, well, the vice is weed. <laughs> I mean, well, the vice that I'm going to go into today is weed. I mean, it's not that I feel like I have a problem with it or I'm addicted to it or anything. But, I, you know, because I've smoked, um, it does slow down my thinking. I'm the type of person I have a million thoughts at one time. And sometimes I get flustered and I say, all right, too many. And I just shut down and, and give up. So the weed, when I'm high sometimes, I can just funnel out one thought after another thought and just be good. And I can really compartmentalize and structure. So, like, I'm at the point where I'm so unhappy with my job. Like, I have to be high to go to work. Like, if mm. I don't have no weed, I might not go. Like, because I know it's going to be a day. And, like, I I literally, I experimented. Like, I was like, all right, let me go to work not high and see how it is. And my job has been the same. Like, a whole lot hasn't really changed. But I realized that when I'm high, I'm in a great mood. There is nothing that can faze me, and I can do a lot of shit. And it's really just because I have that wall up, you know, when you're high. I'm just not able to handle copious amounts of people. Like, it's just the fucking amazing. It's too much. But <laughs> then I get high, and I... I can shuffle so much shit around. And I used to just be able to do it here and there and it not be a big deal. And it's not even really a big deal for me now. But I recognize it as my vice. And I've embraced it in some aspects. Like when I I decided to, you know, really go in for my fitness, I was saying I had like a smoke cycle for my fitness. And it was it's really because, you know, I'm addicted to the high, like the endorphins you get and shit like that. It doesn't really fuck with you long term, you know. Life of a stoner 40 years, I'll take it. Yeah. But, you know, I I didn't start 
smoking. And I don't believe you even started smoking, Dustin, until like later on in life. Like it wasn't something I've just been doing forever, you know. And I'm not even sure that I would smoke if I lived in a different city. It's really because, well... Really? Do you think it's just the pressures of New York and the job? It's not, it's not just the pressures because there are certain cities you like... You think the weed would be bad? <laughs> there are just certain cities where I don't want to be high for the experience. Like, I would love to be, you know, high in Atlanta, high in LA, like high in all the hot spots. But then I feel like when I'm in, like, Dallas, Texas sometimes or, like, just out enjoying, like, the shit on its own and I don't, like, need it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then... You know how good shit feels when you are high, so it's like, well, maybe let me just do it high. But then there are things that I do know that I can appreciate not being high. But I'm do you do you find, and this is for both of you, do you guys find that you only smoke when things are bad, or just? No, I smoke more when I feel like things are shit. Like I think like, oh, maybe I'm not high enough, so I need to go get high. But nine times out of ten, because I've been high for so long, most of the things aren't bad. It's just that when I've come out of that cloud a little bit. Things start to get real funny. It's like, okay, I'm seeing the real world now, and I don't want to touch it just yet. Right. You know, I don't really believe in goodbyes. Only I believe in hellos. And so, um, you <laughs> know, I, I don't focus me. on, you know, the negative. I like to uh, embrace, encourage, and extend the positive. <laughs> okay? And so that is how I choose to answer that question in question. <laughs> um, so, no, hell no. And when times is good, that's when it's time to celebrate. <laughs> right absolutely so that's when you have fun see weed too is tricky because it has different effects on everybody like i know exactly. people that are fully functional i have friends You're that can wait like... right like y'all y'all can wait y'all can do it come in here have a great show people will talk to y'all no one even notice if it were me i'd be stuck to the you remember when we were little do you remember those toys that it was like a sticky octopus and you'd throw it at the yeah, wall yeah i used to love those and then watch them rain down and it would just and stick and they and usually glowed roll. in the dark oh and some of them that's sometimes me. the color would come off and your mama would curse you out that was just me <laughs> that was literally me like that's me so i'm not so, and then people were like no it's you have to try sativa indica little yeah. and then they have the names like blue shoes and gray <laughs> skies <Blue> shoes, right. <laughs> and <laughs> Happy thoughts and all these different right. strains, whatever the yeah. fuck that means. It's a lot. And it doesn't matter. I'm stuck to the couch. So not everyone is functional. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And I'm someone who thinks too much as it is. Like, I'm constantly processing what I'm saying. I'm, like, hyper aware. And all that does is make me feel... Mm -hmm. Ten but times you know what? hyper. But you know what? I don't know what it is, but, like, I'm, I feel like I'm hyper aware, too. And when I start smoking, like... Even though your mind kind of goes wild, like, or for me, my mind just kind of goes wild, but it also, like, does kind of a slow thing. Like, it's like, all right, here go my million thoughts, but then it's like, wait, hold on, hold on. And then I just choose something and go with it. Cause See, I that just, means it works well for you. And, like, it helps you, you yeah, feel. Yeah, 100,000%. Like, when I, I have a task at hand. It doesn't help hand, me at all. I just feel, I feel like, you know what I notice? First of all, do you feel like it depletes your energy? Uh, sometimes, like I do have to make sure. Like I feel depleted. I always make sure that I'm super hydrated, just because. So like when your body is like working really well and you're high, that's one thing. That's why I started getting high and going to the gym because I was like, if I can work out and be healthy and be high, it could it's gonna be different. So like the healthier you get, it's gonna be different effects too because your you body's know, working differently. The Isley Brothers have a song <laughs> called "At Your Best," and it says, "At Your Best, You Are Love." And so I would equate, you know. A person that took advantage of marijuana with someone who wanted to be at their best at all times. Absolutely. I would equate that. And so I would think, okay, if I had to offer perspective, I would think that mine would be as such to say. 
that, you know, marijuana will make everything better. No, I wouldn't be depleted of energy. I would have all the energy in the world because I am happy. I'm not thinking about the shit that's getting on my last damn nerve and See, blocking me the, from it, being able to focus on the things that deserve my energy. See, and blocking me from being able to say, you know what? Don't I don't do have a care me. in you the just, world. I feel great. Let me clean up this house. You really have See, to just... See, don't do that for me. You know what it is? Like, you really have to know, because even though there are all these different strands and different types and different things like mm-hmm. I think on the west coast there's an advantage because you know they dose out these things they know how it goes but like when you really figure out your high like whether it's uh, a joint or a bowl or a bong or like you know what you're doing because sometimes you don't need a lot to get very high to even just do like the little shit so sometimes you smoking a whole joint and you out but then if you smoke half the joint, then you're like, okay, I'm not out. And then you're laughing at shit, and you're having a good-ass time. And then you're like, oh, okay, I can do this. Like, <laughs> like once you kind of start to learn. But again, like, I'm, you know, we're older, so it was easier to kind of figure out. Because, you know, we got bills to pay. So we're like, all right, I can't get too high because I got to go to work in the morning. Right. So, you know, you're starts, really looking when at. When it starts, like, messing with your day-to-day tasks. You, right. Yeah. But honestly, and I'm going. And, <laughs> and that's what I don't like about it because it messes with my energy. Like, I like it, let's say, if I. That's my have absolutely nothing. Like, I did everything I was supposed to do, everything that was expected of me. You know, I don't have any responsibilities, at least for a couple of days, which is rare nowadays. And I'm just, like, in chill mode. Then I can do it. But, see, that's how <laughs> being high make you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything <laughs> you just described, I would think, you know, if I was someone who it had to offer that. It makes me focus on the negative. But it you know do what? that for you? Well... I start thinking about all the fucked up shit that's happening and it makes me actually zero in on them and it almost like makes it bigger. Well, you know what? Stresses there was a group <laughs> there was a group from Cleveland called Mo Thugs. They were kind of related to the Bone Thugs and Harmony group and they actually had a song called It's All Good and they would say like it's all good. Yup, yup. It's all G double O D good. So I would think that, you know, if someone partook in marijuana joy, you know, marijuana joy. I would think that, you know, it would make them feel as if, like that song said, it was all good, you know? So the <laughs> worries and the anxieties of life that keep you low in the belly, low, and make you just low to the ground, wore out, stretched to capacity. All of those woes in life. I would think that the marijuana would take it all away, take it away, take away, take away, take away. And but see, it's a, a placeholder. You know but, 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 but the place and that's is my held. issue with it. And I recognize it's more that. Of a place, but, it's more of a place cradler. <laughs> cradler. For me, I do recognize it as a placeholder. Because, it totally because is. There Isn't are, that something we have to realize? Oh, I've listen, I, I am only doing, well... I have several stories. The only reason I became, like, a serious weed head in the very beginning was because, like, I smoked with somebody, and I was like, yo, this is fun. And, like, (laughs) it wasn't, and I smoked a few different times before that, and it was just like, okay, it's stupid. But, like, it was so fun because, you know, it was part of the thing. And then I realized a lot of my friends, like, when they would smoke, we all have different reactions to it. I realized how different things were going for people, and I realized for myself what it could be. And so I said, let me try this out. So I see at certain times where, like, you know, doing it for exercise, it actually makes my exercise better. I've heard so many people say that. I'm yeah, so... there are all these medical stories done on marijuana and, like, the good things that it can do. And I, I read up on a lot of this shit, too, just because, like, I want to stay in the knowing, like, what's happening with me, you know? 
And so that's why when people are like, you looking good, it's like, thanks, you know, because the weed is being paid for. It's like, part, <laughs> instead of me going out and getting herbal life, I'm getting herbal life. Okay, <laughs> that's what I did there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not doing herbal life. Herbal life, though, for real. And not don't email one. me about that. <laughs> um, no, but I, I can literally, I think because I get so hot so much, I see when it affects me and where it doesn't. And then I take these breaks sometimes, and not even like day breaks, like, hour breaks and toke off and even the difference between joint and all that shit. Cause when I'm on a vape, sometimes I'm way too high when I'm a, but all different things that really control how I feel. And because I use these things to control my emotions, um, outside of like controlling my fitness or just, you know, for enjoyment, it's kind of like, damn, why the fuck I got to do that? And so like, I recognize it as that placeholder, but until I have, I'm able to move into that next phase or have decided to make that conscious decision to, then it's a good placeholder. <laughs> no, I mean, I totally get it. Like like I said, uh, weed, is, uh, for me, it was liquor. Different you know for why? Because everybody. You know what it is, though? Your I'm vibration's a con- so I'm high. A control f- no, 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 I'm a control freak. You know that about me. Right. And you can't control where weed takes you. Exactly. But with liquor, I feel like I have more control. Like, I know exactly <sighs> when to stop. I know my limit. Right. You feel it, and you're like, mm, I'm good right here, and I That's can stop. That's the weed. No, weed because for we me. Just drank it, make it. Keep no, because weed going, for going, me is like I'll be like, oh, just these two, but because of the different strains and strands and all but these see, things, your, your you don't frequency. know. It'll hit you and you're just like, whoa. But you know what? You be vibrating so high, like you gotta get you, you gotta find a plant that's gonna, <laughs> you know, that you gonna fall in love with to vibrate with or something. Like you, the one you gave me for my birthday. Thank you so much, friend. I'll be watering. I gave you weed. And it'd be that's like, not, it'd be like, no, not that kind of, <laughs> not that, not my generation. <laughs> but friend, I love that. Plant. Oh, it's the so orchid nice. is my yeah. favorite. I'm, I'll be watering it <laughs> really? and shit. I give it sun. Oh, at first I was nervous because I, I was. Oh yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I was nervous because I was like, damn, if I pour water in the bottom of this, is it just gonna sit? Like, right. What is gonna do? I was scared. Is it still pretty and growing? It's still pretty and growing, yeah. and it's even got like little little sticks, like Chateau Chiray. It's got little sticks in it. <laughs> I love it. But okay, so my here's the thing. Vices can be helpful. I totally get it. Like, There's so yes, many times in my life. Shrine. Yes, Lord. There's Jesus. so many times in my life that I probably would have handled things a lot worse if I didn't have a placeholder. So I yep. understand the value of 100, it. Whether 000, it's like you yep. don't curse someone out, yeah, yep. <laughs> text someone something you shouldn't have texted. Yep. You know, we all know. So escapes and go-tos can be helpful in the moment. But the thing is, my concern is that it prolongs your problems. Because let's say, like with you, Asante, you're talking about this job. So Mm -hmm. you stay high to... Um, keep avoiding the fact that I you know you shouldn't be to avoid the fact that you know you don't like that job. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I so, got a solution. And, and we all do it. We all do it. For me, I was always drinking because of all the issues I was having growing up, replaying in my head constantly, mm-hmm. and drinking was the only thing that made those issues chill. You know what I mean? But then I was a freaking wreck. Like, mm-hmm. my mom had to intervene because she was like, dude, you're always drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you if I wasn't working or creating, like, downtime, my day's done drunk. Yep. <laughs> like, that's how bad it got. Friend, but look, right? I mean this, too. So you said, <laughs> I mean it. So you said that the problem was it was a placeholder and it prolonged the problems, right? right? Mm-hmm. I got a solution. I'm scared. I already no, see I, Justin I promise smile. this makes sense. <laughs> what if you do it before you go to bed? 
you was going to be asleep anyway. So it's not like you prolong anything. You just feel better and probably go to sleep a lot easier. True. Word. True, which I've done. That to and you guys know me with weed, like mm-hmm. I'm on and off. Does Santa <laughs> be like, season. Are you smoking this season? <laughs> I like yeah, taking breaks because I don't like anything to have control over me, so I need to know mm. that like I can take control breaks from things. <laughs> but here's the thing I am someone that I would do it to sleep just to be able to sleep, but that's a whole other problem Ain't because that a then too? if you can't sleep without it. And you're but and when the I'm fact gonna do that it if I ain't wasting time if I if I don't do it before I go to sleep. Yeah, but you I'm need to figure to meet out. You halfway. But you need to figure so like out when you why friend you can't and you sleep. Popping, when you're friend and you popping and you hopping flight to flight, you know, you can't Get take out. it everywhere you're going. <laughs> that too, you know. <laughs> you don't want nothing cities. to control you, and huh, friend? <laughs> but you know what? In this particular aspect, because I'm sure there are tons of other placeholders in my life that I'm not recognizing, but for this particular one, the reason I say it's my vice and I own it is because I recognize it. Absolutely. But it's one of those placeholders like that's really only a placeholder in the uh, in the form of my job. Outside of my job, like, I probably would still be a weed smoker. Like, just probably not as heavy, <laughs> you honestly. enjoy it, yeah. yeah. Like, recreationally, like, to aid in my fitness. Like, there are just small little things and tweaks that I just love that marijuana enhances. And it's not that I need it. And when and I don't have it— And there are people that are sick and it helps them. Yeah. So I totally respect the value of it. But it's the abuse of it exactly. when it's when it's allowing you to ignore or not even ignore because when you're hurting, no, it, there's it no is. ignoring. Right. But th- allowing you Downplaying. to not confront, I should say, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, downplay the things Cold that are play. bothering yeah. you, <laughs> the things that are bothering you, and not finding a solution for them because yeah. this high or this liquor or sex or coming, all these things allow you to. <laughs> Dustin's dying. Coming. No, coming and the the high you're of coming. You're talking about coming. Like coming, coming. Yeah. She said, <laughs> "Friend, you're yes, nasty, friend." Yes, no, but let's be real. These are yes, all the things that allow us to escape the pain. Yeah, and, all, the, and all the good stuff. <laughs> For sure, eating. All the good stuff. For some people, it's eating. Ooh, yeah. You know what? My no. You know what's another vice for me? Sleeping. Shopping. I'm an, I'm an emotional Ooh. sleeper. When shit is bad, yo, I will try to sleep through my hibernation. life. Mm-hmm. Hibernation. Hibernation is real, and that's something that whether it's sleep, weed, sex, whatever it is, I get it. You gotta find your respite wherever you can. Mm-hmm. I trust me. I get it, but you have to also confront the issues at some point because then you're just going to follow the same pattern and you know what happens? Life just passes you the fuck by. I got a wellness tip. Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, hey I Dustin, do. hey. I got a wellness tip. Oh, right, what, what up, is Dustin, it? what up? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Dustin, so, what up? So, turn your negative into a positive. Mm-hmm. This might be a little into me, I see, but it's okay because <laughs> so I'm a novice. Done. I don't do this. It's your wheelhouse. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm staying over for the weekend. Right. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Turn your negative into a positive, and so instead of doing your vice, like change your vice into something beneficial. Clean your motherfucking house up. True. Clean though. that nasty ass house up. You got all that That's hair real. and shit yeah. all over the bathroom floor that you ain't got back there behind the toilet and got up. Clean up around them nuts and bolts in the bottom of the toilet to catch, you know, a little piss or what. Bleach it. Clean it up. Throw away all them tiles stinking up and stacked up every goddamn where change your loofah. Get a new pumice change stone. Change your loofah. Okay, get you a new pumice stone. What about if you're with someone that you know is making your life hell? Clean their ass up too. <laughs> Sweet, or a job bro. you hate. Like, I think the point is 
confront what's bothering you so that the vices don't allow your life to pass you by. Because I know for me, drinking, weed, sex, crushes, all these things were helpful. But before you knew it, I was the same person thinking the same things, worried about the same shit, and a whole year had passed by. So, yeah, I got high and was drunk and all these things. But it's like, okay, if the next year you're still thinking about the same yeah. things. You 100,000. Like, what are you going to do? Are Just you reading me? Did you read my it? journal or something? <laughs> I didn't even write one, but did you read it? No, but you know what's funny? You say that. I found a journal of mine. And this is what really hit me. I found a journal of mine from two years ago. Okay. This was recently. And I was still saying the same shit I'm worried about today. Mm. And mm. that bothered me. Because it was like, girl, mm. what have you changed? And that's the problem with getting high and smoking and drinking is that it, time. And you see how time feels like it is flying. Yes. Like, it's May. It's May. I can't believe it. We was it. just at the sugar factory. We was just at Agave. <laughs> we was just like. It was just my birthday. I just got dressed for New Year's Eve. You know, and now it's May. We're going into the second half of the year. If you're still worried about the same shit you were about two years ago. Like, I felt awful reading that. I was like, yeah. girl, you still have these same things in your head. Like, you have not attacked we are supposed to be attacking because that's what vices do mm-hmm. they're placeholders but they're also time wasters but don't feel bad about that because at least even back then you were aware of the fact that there were some changes you wanted to make true yes. and i wrote them down <laughs> you wrote them down and right. you were aware of like things that you had to do mm-hmm. you know work that you had to do so don't feel bad about it it just means you had your shit together back then too absolutely <laughs> being aware as no true and i and the thing is Negative to a positive. My wellness tip. <laughs> Boom. Boom. There you go. Live. Dustin's on it. What's up, Dustin? But today, it's like, I just, I want those of you who have your vices, there's no judgment. I Like I said, I get it. Sometimes you just need a break. Like, because mm-hmm. life is hard. It is. But just make sure that you're not, that your life isn't just like, passing because i know like you think of the adults in your life adults like we're kids that's how i know i don't think of myself as an adult sometimes the older people i should say in my life i'll see them stressing about the same shit they've been stressing out for 20 years and i'm like lord let that not be me the same conversation the same stress (laughs) i've had aunts that will cry about the same shit and i'm just like wow dude i've been hearing you say this since I was like three man <laughs> like that's, that's a real. problem yeah so that's my only concern with vices and escapes it's like what is it how long are you going to avoid the things that are bothering you till the money run out when you broke you really start thinking about shit for what it yeah. is <laughs> so to you do it till I the think, money run out and I think that's the problem like it was like oh damn I started making more money so like I'm gonna start doing more of this vice and then <laughs> it just made things more okay more of this vice <laughs> no but uh, I think that was uh, great that I got to talk about weed. Right. So now y'all get to realize why this is such a crazy episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay conscious. Do what you do, but stay conscious. Yeah, stay conscious. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's probably the biggest out. thing. <laughs> no, I don't do it till I pass out. I like to be I awake and aware for all I do it till I'm satisfied. <laughs> yes. Whatever it is. And that's the it. thing, too. People that are, like, in deep pain, they don't even know their limits. And they the ones need weed. That's who. That's really I, who the medical yo, marijuana is for. I remember days where I would, be, I would black out. When friends have to take you home, like, that's not cool. Like, Damn. Yeah. I haven't had a when good pain. blackout, blackout. Ooh, I haven't Friend, had any I would years, take you home I and blackout. I wouldn't judge you either. <laughs> I, I would too. Like, she had a night. Me. She all right. Yeah. Shit. Well, y'all niggas ain't never been drunk before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, then. Shit. Help me get her in the car. <laughs> I would that's do it real low key. I'd be like, all right, hold your hair back. Let's go. We're leaving. Come on, come on. 
We're leaving. Bye. <laughs> I remember I blacked out so bad Just once. A up. bouncer, I who I was actually that. cool with, he had took me oh, home. Told remember me I told you that? Home. And knocked on my door. My mom opened the door. Mind you guys, I was 15. Mm-hmm. I drank four Long Island iced teas. Mm. Kim Fields was a thought? <laughs> what? And my mom he opened just... the door like, what? In the hell, I'm slumped <laughs> over this huge. You were 15, and you six, drunk four five, Long Island, 300 pound dude. <laughs> He's like, "Here's your daughter," <laughs> and my mom just threw me in the tub. <laughs> yeah, she threw me in the tub and just let the cold water run, and I was just laying there like, "Oh my god, oh my this god. is over." I'm telling you, y'all, <laughs> you gotta confront some shit. But anyway, so that was. <laughs> let us know. What are your vices and escapes? Obviously, if you feel comfortable, yes. not everyone What's feels comfortable saying those things, but we all have them. Flavor. We all have our go-to ways to, you know, not deal with the things that are bothering us. So talk to us about it. What are yours? Yes. How do you feel about it? And what are you going to do about the pain that it's hiding underneath? Let's let's have these conversations. You know that we love to hear what you guys have to say. Come on. Yeah, guys. <laughs> well, y'all. This is a funny show. I can it's time it. for us to talk about Loot Crate. Now, I'm sure y'all have heard us talk about it before, but it's me again. Songs with a Z again. And I've got a horn that I can drink Douce out of if I ever so choose to. Comes with a little harness. Why would I decide to hook a horn around my neck? Well, you need to log on to Loot Crate and see what the theme is about so you can, you know, figure out why you would want to do that. Huh. What's this? An ice cube mode? A 20-sided dice ice mode? Why wouldn't I want one of those? Because it would be bomb to put into my scotch. Damn, who's that calling me? Oh, it's some more stuff in my box. That's what it is. It's a loot pen. Well, if you folks are wondering what I'm talking about, I think that you need to go on ahead and log on to lootcrate.com so you can see what's inside the box whether it's going to be for this month because you've got until the 19th mm-hmm. or you're going to wait until next month. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you've got until the 19th of this month at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive this month's crate. Mm-hmm. And when the cutoff happens, you won't be able to get this cool horn to wear around your neck to drink your douce out of. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to get this cool 20-sided die ice. And there's also the posters in here mm-hmm. and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you got until the 19th to figure out what's in this box. Mm-hmm. So go on ahead and head over to lootcrate.com slash friendzone and enter code friendzone at checkout to save $3 on any new subscription. Mm-hmm. Let's get back on to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was it for this week's hot button issue. And let's jump into, yay, the wellness segment. I'm actually yes. really excited about I'm, this one today. I've been waiting. <laughs> I, I really want to know if you're about to tell me if I'm going to well, die young well. or some shit. <laughs> I, I want to know when are you going to tell me when I'm going to die? We're going to tell you everything. Okay, tell so me. So today's wellness segment is numerology, <laughs> which is the study of, you know, all of us have I'm sure you've seen numbers that keep appearing, whether you look at the clock and it's just always the same number or <laughs> or you play the same three digit every day and you hit a lot. <laughs> same like my number. grandma. Or you're waiting to. You know, or you're on the train. You like anything, train. it's just numbers that keep appearing in your life and what they mean. Now, numbers have a huge spiritual significance. I would love for those of you listening to start looking them up. Now, the numbers that I want to focus on today, because you have a numerology chart, tons of numbers mean different things. But 
But I want to focus on what they call your life path. Oh, Lord. Right? It's an life awesome... Life for me ain't been no crystal damn staircase. <laughs> so your life path, how you calculate it is, is you're basically your, uh, the numbers in your birthday. So let's say, let's use Asante. Your birthday what, is March, right? March 15th. March 15th, 1988. Damn, why you had to tell my age? <laughs> and no, I'm just playing. March 15th, yeah, 1988, you're right? The, you're the dragon. Yeah. You're like, yeah. So when you add March, that's three. Mm-hmm. And then plus one, plus five. And then with your year, nine. you want to use all four numbers. So with Asante, that would be one, nine, eight, 24. eight. You said 88, right? Yeah, 88. 88. Okay, so you're adding all those numbers up until it gives you one digit. So Asante's number for his birthday is eight. Now let's read. (laughs) And then wait, what was yours, your life path number when you calculated? It was a seven. (laughs) It was a seven. So so here's the thing about the life path number I want all of you guys to calculate. The life path is a very important number because it reveals direction and major lessons that you are here to learn in this particular what? lifetime. Oh yeah, I, I do need to hear this. some bullshit. Cuz I don't need to be wasting <laughs> What's time. What's a 7, friend? Is that me. good or should it be higher? Actually, I feel like seven it's a, is, 7 is a really powerful yeah, she, number. Yeah, she was like you just the Messiah or something. And then I said, <laughs> "What's 8?" and then she looked away. I was so like, I would I would love for you guys to calculate your life numbers if you um one of the my favorite sites is called sevenlifepath.com See, you and it's spelled website. out just like that. You S E V E N T H L I F E P A T H dot com seventh lifepath dot com. It will give you insight into what your particular number means for your life. This is similar to the uh, personality test that we took. I think it's just awesome to see breakdowns of who you are, whether it resonates, whether it doesn't. It might. That's the beauty of it, and it might fill in some answers on things you may not have been able to figure out on your own. So I definitely want you guys to check that out. Now, yours is an eight, right? Yeah. So it's Wait, what was tell your me number? if it resonates. Mine is a three. I'm a life path three. Okay, three, seven, eight. We're all different, which is awesome. Cool. So let's see. Tell me if this resonates for you, right? Life path number eight, do not feel safe unless they have found a way to establish financial security. That's correct. Continue. <laughs> You're like, yes. Absolutely. I have my I have my citrine. I'm waiting for a check. It yes. is difficult for an eight to take advice. When they make a choice, they must feel it is their decision, not someone else's. As a result, they do tend to learn the hard way. Eights are very honest, and by being so blunt, they unintentionally hurt feelings. Does that sound right? Yo, I just started learning this lesson. Continue. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, let's see. <laughs> Although they can sometimes appear insensitive, what is going on inside them is the exact opposite. That's right. They do feel hear, deeply hear that. Hear that. Hear about that. everything that goes on in their lives. People with a life path eight are born with natural leadership skills. If your life path is an eight, you are very ambitious and ambitious, ambitious and goal yes. oriented. You have strong organizational skills and broad vision, which makes you successful in business. And then it goes on and on to break down different parts of your life but i definitely want you to keep reading that and let me know if it resonates um let's see okay so you don't want to tell me about the part about dying young huh it's not gonna tell you when okay you die. well you gotta <laughs> i'm gonna just look it up so let's see if it resonates you tell me call, right. call the bluff of the seven i will 
Seven. Snow on the bluff. Seven. Oh, God. I made him watch. <laughs> I made him watch. We still got Shout out to Curtis that. Snow locked mm-hmm. up. Continue. Seven <laughs> is another cerebral number, and those were the what life What they passing. mean, cerebral? I'm smart? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> they right. It's all right. I'm a believer. That's it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm about to blow somebody's headphones. And That's those right. were the life path number seven mm-hmm. have a loner quality. Okay. They need to learn to have faith. If they do not have faith, they tend to become very cynical and escape. Uh oh, escape Vice, through drugs, okay, here we go. alcohol, <laughs> work, and geography. Traveling, See? being a hoe. Wow. <laughs> no one said being a hoe. Geography. I mean, you because wow. you you love to get up and go. It was shade. Go they ahead. have a love of natural beauty, people, oceans, plants, flowers, etc. Sevens have an air of mystery and do not want you to know who they are. Yes. Intellectual, analytical, intuitive, reserved, natural inclination towards spiritual subjects, aloof, loner, pessimistic, secretive. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> aloof. Does his face. Wait, hold on. These are some of the qualities. A person who is a life path seven is a thinker. If your life path is seven, you are wise and studious. You seek truth and wisdom in all that you do. And so search, you keep it real. And search for the underlying answers in everything. That your, means you don't take no shit. Your tendency is to be a perfectionist and you expect the same from those around you. That's very true. A lot of that is true. I just take offense to being called aloof. I don't know when being aloof became a quality. <laughs> You know, aloof. You calling me stupid? Is that what you call? You calling no. me stupid? <laughs> you calling no. me stupid? He said the shade in him. Now Why are you looking for the shade? Pessimistic. <laughs> as long as it ain't aloof, I'm fine. <laughs> now, for me, I'm a life path three. Okay, what's it three? says we have a very high level of creativity and self-expression. Did you almost a one? This abundance of creative energy and the ease with which they're able to communicate in all areas, both written word and verbal, could lead them to become a poet, an actor, writer, artist, or musician. <laughs> in fact, many writers, radio yeah. broadcasters, actors, singers, performers, and counselors share this life path number. Mm. And podcasts! <laughs> Threes are optimistic, extreme. Extremely generous and giving souls and are able to find the positive in everything around them. Damn, you a three. People like to be around them, not only because of these qualities, but also because threes have a charismatic personality, are great listeners, and are very conscious of other people's feelings and emotions. They can easily (laughs) easily put the people around them at ease and make everyone feel comfortable. Hello. There you are. You know what I mean? There's something to it. I wish there was three of y'all. So that's the thing about numerology. It's like it's how these numbers appear in your life. And granted, it it does get, because you start wondering like, well, who figured out the actual definitions for these numbers? I obviously do not have the answer to that. But with spiritual people, there are prophets who spit gems. You don't know where it's coming from, but it feels right. You know what I mean? And I'm this into feels the bottom right. of the shit. <laughs> right? I'm just playing. <laughs> and this one, and it totally feels right. So, did you feel like it resonated with you? Oh, absolutely. 100,000%. Yeah. Did yours resonate? Seven. <laughs> Seven. So, I would love for those of you listening to calculate your life path. Like I said, the site where I use is seventhlifepath.com. And let us know if your life path number, when you looked up the definition, resonated with 
maybe things you have been having difficulty with, things you're trying to figure out, and and let us know what that was, if it made sense to you. So that is today's wellness segment in yeah, hopes of... Yeah, if you are five, of, you really got problems. <laughs> if Gia's listening, I am just so glad, Gia, that I'm an even number, and I really hope that you get an even number. She's obsessed with those. <laughs> so I just really hope she if she does, because she's going to do this shit, and I hope she gets an even number, because it's going to be Oh, hell. that's true. I have seen her go ape shit It's going to be hell if she get an odd number. I'm an odd so number. So let us know if this gives you any type of direction or, or just give us some feedback. So yes. that's it for today. Don't forget to hit us up on the Twitter at FriendZonePod <laughs> and using hashtag the friend zone for all of your important things that we would like to see. They're not so important things you can keep to yourself or just tend to look at, at look at Dustin. Why not? And right. since you said that, let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back, you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk to you about Bevel, something that we always talk to you about. So if you don't have one, you need to hurry up and get you one. Bevel's the first razor that's made for us, by us, but it's not FUBU. Okay? It ain't FUBU. It's not FUBU. Okay, I was not going to let that slide. It was created by Tristan Walker. FUBU would have been a disposable razor. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, FUBU missed their mark, so I'm glad that Tristan decided to come on and step the game up right. all around and give us this beautiful bomb-ass razor. FUBU is a butter knife. <laughs> Get Bevel. Get Bevel, motherfuckers. It's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. And use the promo code FRIENDZONEFREE. That's first month free. You'll get a bomb-ass razor, and it's going to be the shit. And it's going to come to you every month. So just go ahead and do it. Just do it one time. Do it for the vine. Send us the razor when you've got it. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. And that's code FRIENDZONEFREE. Go on ahead and get back to the shit. Icebreaker, you got the best of me. And I, I just keep on, on coming back intensely. Oh, I. What was the name of the evil one? Bianca. Bianca. It was Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Fran in here sounding like Nicki Minaj earlier? Because she pushed a lot of buttons and then I pushed a lot of buttons and I said, Picture. Why did she say that? Anyway. Oh, the icebreaker one day should be revolving around Nicki Minaj, but I'm not going to do that today because she in her off-season. Um, right, while she dating Meek Mill, the whole thing is off-season. That's right, that's right. <laughs> she's not even doing a... Why would you willfully date Meek fucking Mill? Listen, she's not even doing a feature season, so I'm not even dealing with her right now. That's but... why she looked a fool at the Met Gala, but that was funny when she let Demi Lovato have it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't what? What do you mean? Demi Lovato is a, a, a heaving she just don't mess. Sit down. And she just, long story short, Nicki Minaj posted a picture from the Met Gala with Jeremy Scott, um, who designed her dress, dress. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Demi Lovato was in the picture, but she did not, um, she didn't tag Demi Lovato in the picture. And so Demi Lovato was like, hmm, when they throw shade at you, but you didn't do shit to the person. Then she posted another picture of, when she was approaching Nicki Minaj and Jeremy Scott while they were be- about to be photographed, and Nicki Minaj was, like, totally side-eyeing um, Demi Lovato. <laughs> and Demi Lovato was like, this pretty, this picture pretty much sums up my first and probably last Met Gala experience. What? Just do- thirsty, Damn. doing way too much, like, whatever. And I don't even remember why we started talking about that. Emotions. But shame Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Met Gala, then Demi Lovato on her- herself. Herself. Um, herself. Her musty self. Demi Lovato looked like she smelled like Fritos. <laughs> Give the the corn. So we're gonna get to the icebreaker because I was like, "What? Um, what are your three most used apps?" And you can take like the standard uh, messages and mail out of that. Okay. And outside of that, what are your three most used apps? 
Lyft. Mm, Lyft. True. Lyft is cheaper than Uber. Seamless. I use Lyft Ooh. over Uber. Oh my god, I hate Seamless. I love Grubhub, but they're the same thing. And Grubhub. Instagram. Mm. Those are my three most used apps. So I don't know what the fuck they thought I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> but those are the three that I use. Mm. Okay. Um, I definitely. Well, now that I have Title. Oh, Title! Yeah. I forgot about Title. Right? I use that every day. I right. probably use that the That's most. That's probably my most used app now because if I'm on the train or whatever, I'm definitely yeah. listening to oh, my and playlist. And that offline content. Hey, right? hey, hey, hey! And I'm glad you guys have been enjoying the playlist. Yeah, your playlist is bomb. It was good, right? I, I, I don't think I missed anyone. Because oh. <laughs> I was, I can't use my my thing yet. Oh I'm saving shoot! It. I still don't know why I'm saving it. Beyonce didn't came out and everything, but I'm saving it. Go on. My Title playlist definitely <laughs> the most used. You know, I love Shazam. Oh, me too. Shaz- I be right? want to know what so the song know is. I stay Shazamming, mm-hmm. you know, whenever Anywhere. I'm at a store Anytime or something. in the drive I just think it's such a cool app. Like, the fact that it, for, especially for us music heads. Yeah. Um, you hanging for those out with of you your who friends don't. that's independent artists and you try to Shazam it and it, it don't get the sound. <laughs> and you be ready to throw your phone against the goddamn wall because you want to know what the fucking song is <laughs> and you can't figure it out. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what Shazam is, it's a music app that if you, let's say you're in a store and a song is playing, you're unfamiliar, you press Shazam, it kind of like records it for a couple seconds and then it gives you the direct iTunes link to the song with the title of the artist, the song, the album, the whole thing. So it's pretty dope. Um, So that's probably my second favorite. Of course, they're both music related. (laughs) And then, sorry for the fellas, because I know y'all are going to be like, Oh, it's about your cycle or something? Yes, I love the the M-Cycle I just talked to somebody about this shit, and I knew it. Like menstrual cycle? Yes. What the hell does an app got to do with your period? Because it (laughs) keeps track. It lets you know when your period's coming, which is just nice to know. It lets you know when you're ovulating. So if you're having sex, you know when to kind of be careful. You know what I mean? It lets you know. When to do oral. Want to get pregnant? And as a woman, it's just nice to know. Do oral. It's nice to know, you know, where the different (laughs) phases of your body just throughout the month. So it's really, it also really teaches you. I never thought about that. Yeah, because you know, if your menstrual cycle, it's nice to know what day it's coming on, so you can kind of prepare. Maybe you are on going on a trip or something, and you can kind of schedule it around your cycle based on the app. So it normally Mm. happens the same time each month, right? And if it's off, you know that that means. Is that some type of well, indicator? Well, I mean, it's not perfectly accurate because okay. there are a lot of environmental factors okay. that might, okay. you know, change when it's coming, like stress, okay. things that you're eating. So it's not going to be perfect. But for the most part, it you know, it's 28-day cycles or people have different cycles, but it definitely lets you know at least like you should be getting it today or tomorrow or something of the sort. You know, you I kind of get a ballpark. For me, it's actually pretty accurate. Like it's on point mm-hmm. you know but there are a lot of people that it might not fit perfectly but at least like I said it'll give them a ballpark of when it's coming so mm. that's those are probably my top three yes. social media apps I mean I'm you know obviously Twitter and right. Instagram and stuff but that's I'm, kind of part of your work I'm not I guess. really yeah and I'm not really on them like that I don't yeah. really post a lot I just go on them when I need to post something or yeah. post up on the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not post much of a up. scroller. I've been scrolling more on Twitter. Like I just like reading people's thoughts. But for the most you know part, what? yeah. No. Snapchat is at the top of my list right now. Really? Yeah. I just can't stop I'm watching. I'm so weird with Snapchat. I don't even have to snap. I just get entertained watching like everyone else. Yeah, because I don't like. There are times where I'm a hermit and I don't want to talk to everybody. And then you know when you just get like clips of Instagram pictures, they're cool. Or like tweets. Sometimes thoughts are a little too much. Or it's just a bunch of retweets. So to just get that little. 
them few little seconds of what somebody might be saying. Now, if it's them essays and stuff, sometimes I got to, you know, tap through. <laughs> but, you know, you get a good visual, you get a good sound. And but I, I hate that they did the thing now grab, where it where just automatically goes to the I next. I hate that. Oh, I'm a good side swiper. I'm, I'm a good tapper swiper. I don't mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as long as I can just get them few little seconds, the moments. And it's really good inspiration. Sometimes you'll just see somebody I give love like... DJ Khaled. Yeah, well, outside of that, like, today I decided, you know, I had me a little green shake or some shit. So I, I snapped, you know, where I was and put up what it was. So people, And then people were, you know, snapping it. Now, that was okay for y'all to snap, but don't snap the other stuff. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, Snapchat's my number one probably right now. Um, Microsoft OneNote, it's a note-taking app. I've been obsessed more and more with just, like, doing lists. And it's really just more for, uh, like, my ideas to expound on, but... Whenever I got a quick note I want to take, instead of using the Notes app, I use OneNote. And then um, uh, Google Maps. Really? Whenever I'm Actually, somewhere. Actually, you know what? I have the worst sense of direction. Well, I don't so have the, a. They, that shit saves my life every time. The thing is, I don't even have a terrible sense of direction. It's just when I see places that I want to come back to, I always get on Google Maps. Or I see areas that I want to explore, I always get on Google Maps. And I'm really fascinated with, uh, especially New York City, seeing a lot of the city change. So I always open the app and do the street view and see, and it's like September 2014. And you're looking at that shit now like, damn, that's a whole lot empty. Like, I always look at that shit in different I'm really like a man when it comes to the whole direction shit. I have a great sense of direction and I don't need no help. <laughs> and I get offended when people try I'm to awful. offer it and shit. I'll be like, no, no, we ain't need to ask them. We go down here <laughs> and we make a left and then we go three blocks. That, that's, I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> what about when you're wrong? Do you I'm not it? wrong. <laughs> I'm <laughs> never wrong. So ain't no what about. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, normally we're going this the way. The is a man that will not admit that he got your ass lost. But, so. he, but you know what? Unfortunately, I'm one of those people that I, if I know where we're going, like I know. So I'll try to tell you. And if you don't want to listen, I'm going to just be sitting back there waiting for the I told you so. <laughs> and I don't want to tell you, but it's like I told you once just because I knew, but you didn't want to go on that. So I'm going to let you live. But <laughs> I, I'm hard headed too. So I got to let people live. But yeah, Google Maps is really. Really, really good. Yeah, for that's a good one. Just actually. seeing that shit. Like, look at look at all the Whenever neighborhoods. Whenever I have an event or something, I'm definitely pulling that. And then out you see what's I'm around there too. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you, you get lost probably. I know you be looking at everything like, oh, is that flowers? Sometimes people are like, you lived beautiful. in New York how long? I'm like, I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> Just beautiful. one of those people. <laughs> do we have time for a question? Yes, of yeah. course we do. Of course we do. Just one. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Look. Ding ding ding. And I felt so. Felt like an episode of uh, Felt like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as per usual, or as per every week, don't forget to send us all of your awesome questions, comments, concerns to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I would spell that out for you, but that's entirely too long, and I've had way too much to say. And we shout out to Tax Stone. Yo, do say, again. do say, right? This again. is great. Again, shout out to Tax. Like <laughs> it's smooth. That nigga. Uh, so this one is titled "Help." I suck at FWBs. FWBs. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi guys, I haven't listened to your podcast for very long, but I absolutely love you guys, and you brighten my day. Oh hey, thanks for joining the friends on girl. <laughs> anyway. And she said, anyway, anyway, I have a little <laughs> dilemma that I've had time to assess, but the next step is still hazy. Almost two months ago, I met this guy and we decided to start a, a friends with benefits arrangement. He had recently decided to split up with his fiance, who he'd been with for 10 years. So since <laughs> high school, and he seemed to enjoy his time with me. 
Even at one point, he told me that he had been seeing other girls, but decided to just be friends with them after meeting me and told me he could see a future with us. Okay. Bad bitch. Okay. (laughs) Being a person who has never had a proper relationship, I got optimistic about this prospect, even though I was content with our current arrangement. My first fuck up. Some weeks later, he drops a ball by telling me a friend was coming over the next day and something might happen, a.k.a. sex. I felt hurt. He tried to comfort me by telling me I was still the only one he's seeing, I put my feelings aside, which included making me included making excuses like forgetting to take my antidepressants, hence being emotional. And we had sex that night, my sex my second fuck up. He texted me the next day that they didn't have sex, but he wanted to start seeing her as a possible future girlfriend like he's seeing me. I'm sorry, I really have to take a break because like it's really rare that you come across people that are this honest with you. So I'm I just want to say that. But uh <laughs> let's see what what else happened. Um At this point, I'm pissed and tell him... It is rare. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that crazy? At this point, I'm pissed and tell him that I should end our arrangement and I don't want to be pitted against another girl like that, which is fair. Um, He admitted it was fucked up, that it was because he was still messed up over his ex and said he still wanted me as a friend without the benefits. His reasoning was that if he can't stay friends with it, if he can stay friends with his ex who broke his heart, we can be friends since we were just having sex. The way he said it made him sound like a dick. But I'm on the fence for some reason. We have a lot in common, share similar views, and got along before. But his sudden dishonesty shattered my image of him, and I barely answer his text. I feel like my feelings are unwarranted and stupid since it was just a friends with benefits. But I feel like this is something I definitely didn't deserve. It doesn't feel good to contact him anymore, but I think I'd feel like a jerk for not maintaining a friendship with this guy. How can I avoid a third fuck up on my part? I'm sorry for the length of this, but I value your opinions very much and wanted you to have as many details as possible. Please never stop what you do. Sign is sucky McDumbassington. No, no. You ain't have to do that to yourself, girl. Who wants to? <laughs> well, like... Let's start the process, shall we? Okay, you need a bra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That's a New York reference, not you, girl. All right, not you. No, oh my God, that probably did sound like uh, I was yeah, talking yeah. about her. No, we were. That was a it, Tiffany a, New York yeah, pilot yes, reference. Yes, yes. <laughs> she was telling one of the girls in the lineup that they needed a bra. The, not you. Not you. Okay, so I just think that you need to really take what is being off given to you. Right, take it at face value. If somebody don't want you, they don't want you. You know what I'm saying? If they tell you that they're looking into, he's telling you that he's looking into dating someone, getting to know someone personally, whatever, listen to what he's telling you. Right. So everything you say, when you say that you feel like you deserve this or you deserve that or you're entitled to this or entitled to, no, you're not. All the things that you're saying that potentially bother you, they shouldn't because all you guys were doing was literally fucking having sex. That's it. There's no, there's no entitlement. There's no emotional attachment. There's no, you're, you're owed this, you're owed that. All y'all were doing was having sex. And not only was that all you were doing, it was clear. You didn't even have any unanswered questions. Right. So you feeling like he owes you this or owes you that? No, he don't. No, he don't. And you need to really get your way out of that mindset so that you can have some peace. And so that you're not walking around mad at somebody who really hasn't even done anything to you. And so that you're not conflicted with with trying to decide if you even, in fact, are mad at somebody, you know, or shouldn't be or should be or whatever. Just don't care and keep it moving. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> the code never bothered me anyway. 
Yeah, I think it's, it's I mean, he's sounding really honest, though. I, I'm, like, kind of shocked. I'm going to let you go first. Because I... I've, go third. <laughs> I haven't met too many men that put out, you know, exactly what they... What their intentions are just, like, from jump. Like, that's so rare. Usually they'll tell you one thing and then it's Bottle another... Pop. You know, but he basically was like, like, this is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, and I think you... Straight up. And I understand a lot of the times we think, um, at least I should speak for myself, I've been guilty of thinking, oh, I could change his mind. (laughs) You know, or maybe when he gets a dose of me, it'll be different. It'll be a different story. But you know what? That works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. And it's a risk to even try to take that position as a woman. So I feel like... Like Dustin said, he said what it is, and you probably created all these sandcastles in the sky. (laughs) And now it's time to really understand, like, he didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) Whether you agreed or not, at least he kept it real. He could have been lying to you, stringing you along. He didn't do that. And if if he doesn't align, like Lauren said, with your energies, (laughs) then you need to find someone who does. So that you can prosper. Right, let it go, girl. It's not it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, if you're feeling dumb about it or feeling weird, then that's probably that just means it's not really the lifestyle you're looking for. You shouldn't have fuck buddies. Well, she said I can't have fuck buddies. Right. She, she, I know that about real, myself. Yo. Yeah, I know that about myself. I at this point in my life am not interested in the fuck buddy. Right. And and she says it doesn't feel good to contact him anymore, but I think I'd feel like a jerk for not maintaining a friendship with this Y'all guy. Y'all ain't got no friendship, man. And 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 that's that's the the problem is, girl, and I'm gonna tell you straight up, you lost. Okay? You lost. <laughs> and it sucks. And it sucks. <laughs> right. But but Fantasia told you. She told us all. Sometimes you have to lose to win again. Oh. And I'm telling you. you. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Sometimes you have to lose <laughs> to win again. He told you straight up, like, hey, I, I'm fucked up because of my ex. But, you know, he and it's not like he said, well, I don't know what he said. But maybe he said, you know, girl, we just friends with benefits. But I just want to be friends now. And you probably were like, well, damn, what about my knees? Like, you know, why don't I get a vote in this? But you don't get a vote. And I'm so sorry that you don't get a vote. And you can either be his friend because you do like being his friend. But if you're going to be his friend, listen, but if you're going to be his friend and think about that D the whole time, girl, you got to get up out of there because you got to get to the next thing, which is the best thing. Okay. (laughs) And that's all I can tell you. That's And that's just me telling you from my perspective. It is. I just don't know how she think they friends. Well, because from the letter well, that I read, friends with benefits, right? That's yeah, what that's it was. A, that's and and he was enough of a friend to tell her that he that that he's chilling out on the benefits. That part. was honesty. That's a friend right that there. Was, that was him <laughs> saying that's like, a "Yo, that's a friend right there." When you being honest, don't play like yourself. That, don't play yourself. <laughs> but a lot of times, and I like I said, I speak for myself. I know I've stuck being friends with someone because it's that glimmer of exactly and, and that's why I said don't if you, th- you think about that D girl <laughs> don't do if, it if to you're sitting there and you're looking like maybe he gonna jump my balls tonight it's you know they fighting this week like don't do that to yourself yeah no no <laughs> let me tell you helped. something this is this is word to the wise right if you are only interested in sex with obligation you know what I'm saying and sex with like a required code of conduct stop having sex with people that are not in a relationship with you Stop having sex with people that are not your boyfriend or your husband or your girlfriend or your wife. Stop. Because it's not fair to require somebody to treat you a certain way or to make certain accommodations or concessions for you or considerations in general for you 
and for your needs if y'all was only having sex and y'all both agreed to that and said, okay, this is what this is. You can't then say, you know, back, back, no take backs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and try to do it over. It doesn't work like that. And all it really does is make you end up full of anxiety and, you know, frankincense and myrrh. No, I'm just playing. But full of just, like, questions and shit and anxiety. Like, it just makes it hard for everybody. So yeah. if you can't handle, like, friends. That's so real. Anything said, that's bringing you anxiety and you're questioning yourself and feeling like shit, just, you already know the answer. It's not for you. You it's just said you. that you personally, friend, you were very honest. And you said that whole, you know, casual sex thing is not for me. It doesn't work for it me. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. A lot not of people, you know, point. friends with benefits, casual sex, fuck buddies, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work for you, don't force it. Right. right. I cannot say enough and stress enough that sex is the one area of your life, right? This is why I'm a pimp <laughs> to the end. <laughs> because it is. sex is the one area of your life where you literally don't have to do nothing you don't want to do. Right. You never have to do anything you That's don't right. want to do. So if that doesn't That's work for right. you, if you feel like that brings you conflict internally or whatever, don't do it. You don't have to do it. It's Stop true. stressing yourself That's out right. over something that you did not have to take part in in the first place. Yeah, and I paid my dues. I had fuck buddies, and it was cool. It worked out when it worked out. But for now, at this point in my life, I actually enjoy sex more when I can look in the person's eyes and I know that we really fuck with each other, mm-hmm. like care about each other. Like literally and figuratively. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's To me, the sex is so much better when the person like adores you and they almost want to like eat you up because they're so into you. But when it's like y'all are just fucking like, oh, you free tonight? It's like, all right, it's cool. It's still good. But it's it's at this point, it doesn't have the same effect on mm-hmm. me. I'll like sleep with you and the next day it, it's, don't even mean nothing and I'm just not into that anymore mm-hmm. now I'm actually into how 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 deep into each other can we get like let's make it more and more amazing every time that's the space I'm in now so you have to find you have to do what works for you and yeah. I'm very clear with telling dudes that like nah I'm not down with that and maybe this is the time you're finding out that that doesn't work for you or, yeah, or really you'll go, through fa- you'll go through different phases or really just sit back and look at what made you upset about how he said what he said like if it was the fact that you're you know, maybe you aren't just dealing with the fact that y'all are only friends with benefits and you're more so dealing with how he said it you know, you didn't feel like he treated you as a friend or maybe there's a different side of this that you're dealing with. But at the end of the day, if you want to be happy, girl, you got to do what's right for you. OK, and not what's going to make someone else happy to stay in your life. You can't make somebody stay. Candy Burris Tucker said, no, you didn't. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, then don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> Profound. Woo. Profound. <laughs> and my Shaw, Neo's wife. Yeah, y'all ain't think I was going to say nothing, but I'm circling on back. Here we go. Neo's wife, which we can start and stop there, but we'll keep it moving. Neo's wife said that she did some threesomes, I guess. Threesomes what? with Neo, and now she regrets them. You know what I'm saying? Because she really wasn't into it. And she was like, and just, and I love how she played it so coy, right? And just to be clear, I didn't eat the seafood. I didn't eat the seafood. That's disgusting. Oh my god! <laughs> Most of these people. So my thing is this, right? Right. My thing is this, nigga. You got kids, dog. You know what I'm saying? Are you out here talking shit about doing threesomes with their daddy and how it didn't work out, yeah, all for the sake of a book you wrote or whatever the fuck? Like, come on, man. At a certain point, this is why when it comes to sex, what did Candy say? If, if you, you don't, don't want to do, do it. it don't, don't do, do it. it because then you're not forced to be in a position where you have to shame yourself 
and put yourself in a really uncomfortable place talking about shit that you're not proud of or whatever right. the fuck. Like, save yourself. If it's one area you can save yourself some stress, it's sex. Save yourself the sexual sex stress. Hashtag save yourself the sexual stress. <laughs> save yourself the sexual stress. And I think the fact that you were worried about um, his feelings or, or his actions with other people also, to me, makes it seem like you were interested in way more than just sex. Because usually fuck Absolute. buddies don't Clearly. question each other's you schedules and other. You thought you was going to lock him down, girl. Yeah, I like, told you, I you think, was going to win again, though. I think you might not, you you're, you're probably again. not being honest with yourself about what you wanted from him because it definitely doesn't sound like you wanted to be fuck At buddies because fuck buddies don't question each other. You would have been turned off the first time he fucked you the don't. sexy mood up. When it's just a, <laughs> when it's just an FB like that, the first time they do something that like throws the mood a little bit, you'd be like disgusted. Like and never oh, come back. I am over. I am but she's not. specifically but the fact that you're friends, sad about it. But she's right. friends with Ben. Aren't you sometimes sad when your friend doesn't? Ain't no, no one's friend. a friend. You don't That's just a term friend. we put friend on with it. Benefit. You don't fuck no your friend. friend. Right. Just, exactly. Ain't no friend. I'm just you know sticking to the fans. You just benefiting. Just trying to give her the <laughs> right. <laughs> but hopefully well, that helped you. What's today's black business shout-out, Asante? You know, we want to go ahead and give a special shout-out to the friend, the, the fan bros. I was going to say the friend bros because, you know, bros. Uh, we see these these mother effers a lot. Shout-out to the fan bros show. I love that. Uh, if you're not familiar with the fan bros, I've been on their show before. Uh, just recently, Kid Fury was on there. Uh, they're on the Loudspeakers Network mm-hmm. as well. Um, in particular, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. well, just Ben Hameen, uh, in his newest venture, he has... And he's a black man. Well, he's, well, maybe he's something else, too. He's part. He's the black business of the week. He's part of the thing. I, I think I've heard him say the N-word before, so he better be black. Uh, shout wow. out to you, Ben Hameen. He has a new children's book called The World is Yours. And Yay. he wrote it, and it's uh, illustrated by Marcus Allen. And it's um, there's a Kickstarter for it, so we want to fund his book. We want to get it funded. Uh, so far, he's trying to raise $8,500, and they're almost at the $3,000 mark. Nice. So there's 25 uh, days to go on that, or 24 by the time you listen to it, 23 by the time you listen to it, 22 by the time. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, I just want to shout that out. Um, it's a children's book, kids of color, black kids. We need to see more of ourselves, supporting a black man. I got to hit all the important points. We didn't talk about Bevel, supporting another black man. You know, here we go with the black stuff or the black business of the week. The black stuff. Ladies and gentlemen. Support. If you have five dollars, you want to put in there twenty dollars. They're really great perks. You get a copy of the book depending on how much uh, you put in, with some other perks. So go on ahead and look out for that. We'll make sure to include a link um, under the SoundCloud. If you're on some other social media apparatus, please try to keep up with us on the SoundCloud or even hit us up on Twitter at Friends on Pod if you have any questions. And uh, does anybody have any church announcements? Yeah, I got a, um, I got a black business, minding yours. <laughs> Let's all save each other our time and space and energy and just mind our own business for this week and for next week and for every week, forever, for right. always. Work on for you love. and I'll work on me. That's right. <laughs> so I'm I threw, threw my phone. phone. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I actually have a church announcement. I will be, like I said last week, I'll be in LA this weekend. Now I can finally say what the event is because Maya, Shameless Maya, finally posted the flyer. So she's having her four year 
right? Four years on YouTube as well as her her birthday. So I love her. Right, I she's gonna have a huge celebration. I know it's gonna be fun. There are gonna be a lot of people there. It's gonna be for those of you that are into YouTube. Um, Shannon Boudrum and uh, Patrick Starr, Jesse Boykins, the artist, is going to be there. Dormtainment. Oh, wow. Um, you name it. Awesome. It's going to be pretty much all the LA influencers. And then me, because I'm going to fly out from yeah. my house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so definitely hope to catch you guys there. I have the flyer on my Instagram, which is Instagram.com. Hey, for hey. So check that out with the address and all the information. And that will be taking place May 15th on Sunday. So if you're in the LA area, Please come through. I'd love to give you hugs and kisses and all that positive good stuff. Yes. So check me out then. And oh, well, that's pretty much it. You're not going to be here for my fake birthday. Uh, what do you mean your fake birthday? <laughs> uh, when I got my ID in New York, they did the month wrong. The wrong. So it was 515. Oh, hell no. And, and so, you celebrated? Well, I, I just got my real one this year, so but I still got my old one. So I'm like, I should go on my fake birthday. You're you not going to be here for I'm it. Not. All right. That was my church announcement. My fake birthday is coming <laughs> up. No. I just want to give a shout out to Friendship. Uh, my best friend came in. One of my best friends um, came and visited me this weekend. Yay. And I just think you it's so... You guys look so cute, all the pictures. Thank you. I love I was, the train one. We just we get shot. excited when we see each other and it's funny. We, we, real quick, right? So mm-hmm. he was at a shoot when he got here and I got off work and it, his shoot was by my job. And so I went and met him at the shoot and he came downstairs to let me in and we embraced. And so we like... I don't want to say giddy because that sound, you know, weak or whatever. <laughs> Shout out to next week's show, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like, but that's what we did. Like we got, we get excited, and the photographer was like, "I heard you guys downstairs. I thought somebody had won the publisher's clearinghouse." Like you know, like whatever. <laughs> But shout out to Friendship. Aww. I just feel so recharged. I have so much more energy, so much more focus, and it's just so enriching yes. when you're around somebody who you can just really trust and who you are fully confident in them having your best interest at heart. Aww. It's Charged just the boost you need. It so is. I hope everybody finds that. If you have a best friend, reach out to them, call them, text them this weekend, send them a card, call their mama if you got their mama's number, whatever. If you got a little money, send them a little gift. Whatever you can do just to like <laughs> nurture the friendship and keep it going. If you have money to go see them, go see your friends that you don't go see often. You know, reach out and make the connection because there's something really, really um, rejuvenating and really invigorating about the power of friendship. It really does make mm-hmm. you be at your best. And so I hope everybody finds that. That's all. Oh, yes. sweet. I love it. Yeah. So that's it for this week's show. We Wait, hope I've you got guys... church announcement. Oh, you have another one. No, I just lied. <laughs> I just wanted to go last. <laughs> I just want to go last. Lying in church. Lying in church. Lying in church. What else? What else? <laughs> Listen, don't they lie? Every- well, never okay. mind. Oh, See? Oh. Well, that's it for the show. Stay black and protect okay. your magic. When your church pass a collection shot glass and not a collection plate, you know something. Never- okay, all right. See y'all later. Have a good weekend. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.